Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Weird World Podcast. I'm Carrie. I'm Erin. I'm Dean. I'm Jack. That's called the quick intro. Woohoo! Shit. Oh, so Dean's going to tell us a story about something weird today. Something weird. <laughs> Do it, Dean. <laughs> okay. Oh, there she goes in her weird ass face on that one. Excuse today, me? I mean. call an ass face? <laughs> <laughs> She's delighted with herself there. So we're going to go way, way back in time for this one. Sometime during the reign of King Stephen. Wow, Bitch, what? Do you know when that was? The 1980s. What country? <laughs> England. Oh. Stephen. I know. Before Russia. or after Todd and... I know. Jill. That's the only Stephen, hey. by the way. So when the chroniclers of this said it took place during the reign of St. Stephen, they knew that was between 1135 and 1154. So we're talking mid-12th century England. Yikes. That's too old. It's a long time ago, but during this reign, two t- children are stumbled upon by some hay reapers from Woolpit. It's a village in Suffolk County, England. Hay, they're, they're reaping hay, right? Yeah. I figured. Me too. <laughs> one of the kids is a girl, one is a boy, and they're assumed that they're brother and sister. They are huddled by a wolf pit. We'll talk about that in a second. They look scared. They're, you know, they're terrified of the of the townspeople with presumably big reapers and such. Uh, and so the kids... Yeah. They cannot speak a word of English. And here they are in the rural countryside of England. When they do speak, though, their tongue is unrecognizable by anyone there. Eh, they're just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. What? Who, just the, you mean dumb. the villagers? Yeah. Because they didn't understand oh, they're not the English language. No. I know. No, JK. I mean, they just, uh, how many languages just did stupid. they have exposure to back in 1139 in yeah. rural, remember rural England? Not a real cosmopolitan place. That's yeah. exactly what I was saying, if anyone would let me have finished my sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Their clothing is also a bit strange, though, too, to the townspeople. But you would say that they're just idiots. Mm-hmm. The townspeople? Yeah. They well, they probably the were, too. They don't know fashion. <laughs> yeah, they could be. Yeah, I'm familiar with. The fashion from a strange land. Yeah, but I left out something very important because I will, we'll talk about that in a second. That is important too. Their skin was green. Oh no, they're lacking some certain vitamins. So they're Martians wearing, wearing Martian clothing. You know, you're closer to one of the common theories than you might think. Martian, yeah. Realize, yeah. As historian Ralph of Cogshall. Oh my God, it's a great name, by the way. He, that sounds made up. No, for real. There's a town called Cogshaw. Cogshaw. He was the canon of Cogshaw. He was a historian also. Canon <laughs> I know. I was like, those are just the words. <laughs> he was, a, he was a, a church official in the village of Cogshaw. I don't know. If, I, by the way, I could be crushingly mispronouncing that. C-O-G-G-E-S-H-A-L. Because it's an English word. I probably am. He wrote that, quote, the color of their skins differed from all mortals of our habitable world. Oh, my God. For Just the whole... say their skin was green, bitch. <laughs> no, not, not Ralph. <laughs> For the whole surface of their skins was tinged with a green color. Oh, did they have little antennas? <gasps> no, they didn't have little antennas. Did they have little eyes? <laughs> and a helmet in which you could see only their eyes <laughs> and a gun. Turns out it was just a barn owl. <laughs> you're you're oh, harkening back. 
Who were the green children of Woolpit? And what the hell were they doing in Woolpit? This is a good, that's a good band name. Yes. Green children of Woolpit, what's up? Would not at all be surprised if it is, Yeah. by the way. Actually, be a little surprised if it was not. It's probably a British ska band. Though. Probably. <laughs> I like <laughs> British ska. It's not bad. Well. Is it cultural appropriation? Sure. But mm-hmm. eh, it's necessary. So uh, let's go back to origins. Woolpit was and is a town in the county of Suffolk in western England. It is just west of Bury St. Edmunds. Sure. So that's not a huge help, is it? I know. No. I read that guy. That's, you're going to need to do better than that person who's writing this. Where is it in relation to London? So I looked it up. Basically. It, it's about 90 miles northwest of London. There it is. Yeah. Anytime you're writing, people who are writing these things and you're talking about someplace in England, just tell us where it is in relation to London because that's mm-hmm. all we know. It's not like it could be more than 100 miles away anyway. <laughs> yeah. Tell me north or south and we're good. <laughs> Woolpit did not have a- anything to do with wool, apparently, oddly. It derives its names from the wolf pits in the area. Yes, people used to hunt all kinds of animals, elk, deer, things like that, through pits. They would dig mm-hmm. these big assholes, line them with stone, and they're vertical. So the animal would, and then they'd cover them with thatch or straw, something like that, and then either chase them in, or sometimes they'd sort of directionally have walls nearby that would directionally guide you know say deer Dean, we've all seen gilligan's island oh yeah you're right oh, we you're know right. i've seen spongebob about these <laughs> and yeah, they would Bob. have spikes on the bottom too by the way Ooh, what the yeah, fuck but more normally <gasps> also would... team rocket pokemon Ooh. that was had, team had rocket had oh yeah that was their good. shit that and they'd come you no they'd get in there and get trapped in there and then they'd come and like stab you them and let them bleed you death you know that wasn't in pokemon no they didn't do that in pokemon or gilligan's island yeah <laughs> but they so, so apparently there were wolves at one point there and they captured them wolf pits so it got a name alright hey there was a pit here once had some wolves in it let's name the whole town after that wolf pit open the fucking pit <laughs> <laughs> so the story of the green children was told by two sources both in pretty near the time by the way that it happened so they're semi-contemporaneous sources which sometimes is, is odd for these things one was told by William of Newburgh in his Historia Rerum Anglicarum. No. Woo-hoo. Roughly the church historian, historians are the church chronicles of England. English, bitches. We don't I, need Latin. I did, it. I did in both. No, I'm talking to him. Oh. Don't name your book they, Latin. They did everything in Latin back then. I yeah. know, just to be p- it was snooty. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. Literally. It was the universal language. But also... And even in England, there are dialects. In France, all those countries, there are so many dialects. It's hard. It's Outside of Latin, you know. The other one was by the aforementioned Ralph of Cogshall in his Chronicum Anglicanum, our English okay. chronicle. <laughs> Anger. <laughs> so both written sometime after the event, but not too far off. In the case of William of Newburgh, it was soon enough afterward that uh, there were apparently some eyewitnesses still alive to the event. And by the way, we can believe William's tale anyway, because he says that his quote, Derived from reports from a number of trustworthy sources. Oh, well then. Good enough for me. I want names. <laughs> he did not provide names. It was also written about 1189. So that's only, quote unquote, about maybe, I don't know, 40 or 50 years after it took place. Remember, all we know is that it took place during about 19 year period, 1195 to 1154. Yeah. I don't remember what happened last week. How oh, could people shit. be writing things? This was a big deal. Be this is something you remember. You saw some green kids. It's possible yeah. something big happened to me last week, too, but no, I don't remember. And, and by A, you can remember things that happened to you last week. I guarantee it. And B, if it was big, you'd remember it. 
Don't don't go that. I don't hey, recall hey, hey. Watergate bullshit on me here. <laughs> as every Trump administration official. Oh, I don't know. I don't recall. Other versions of the story, by the way, say that the discovery of the green kids might have occurred during the reign of King Henry II, which was 1154 to 1189. So that would make these versions even more semi-contemporaneous. But most people place it back in King Stephen's day. Stephen? And both of them, by the way, they are kind of local church officials. Um, William, though, was based in far-off Yorkshire. Pudding. While Ralph gave us the pudding. In the terrier. Yes, it did. While Ralph was based not too far away, about 25 miles away in Coggeshall, which is about which is south of um, Wolpit. His account, though, was written later, much later in 1220 or so. Both of these versions yeah. were popularized to the extent that they're popular. From Thomas Kiteley's The Fairy Mythology, which is published in 1850, he basically, he, he sticks mostly to Ralph's version, so that's the one that's cited most, but that's where sort of modern scholars and modern enthusiasts of this kind of thing get the stories from. Okay. okay. Although we do have the, the full, the two versions we have them, they exist. We so can. here's the rest of the story. Okay. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. There's something called the Holy Bible. Oh, my God. Which, for some reason, they wrote 4,000 years after the world was created, 6,000 years ago. I'm not sure why they waited so long, but they did. So uh, the kids sort of act oddly when the townspeople, the hay reapers, and then I guess the townspeople came, and everybody, I'm sure everybody from town came in and said, looked at them, pointed at them. Look at at these green kids. What the hell's going on here? So they were taken and sheltered in the manor of a local lord named... Sir, Sir Richard Decane, sometimes Decane. Decane. Uh, I was like, he's Decane. This is remember. This is after. This is about a less than hundred years after the Norman invasion and conquer conquest. So all no people at this point were all still kind of Frenchified because remember William came in and gave all the land to his loyalists, many of them from Normandy. William. He, this guy, I'm assuming, it was one of them because of his Frenchish name. He was from a town called Wykes. Also called Wilkes. Everything has at least two versions. Yeah. yeah. By the way, it's like Massachusetts. Well, that's where all the names came from. <laughs> it was, huh? Massachusetts has all those crazy town names. Oh, okay. Like Leicester, Leicester. and Worcester and Gloucester. Yeah, exactly. I'm uh, supposed to pronounce that Massachusetts. Yeah, Massachusetts. Wikes is about, or Wilkes is about six miles north of Woolpit. So they're taken to this this manor in Richard Decane's big old house and they refuse to eat normal good old English food when they're offered it which to me says they had some pretty good instincts. I was about to say yeah. some good taste right there that yeah. taste jumped out well, how'd you prepare it we boiled it mm. that's you it salt no that's expensive but with night soil water <laughs> I don't want to even hear about that but then I guess some some of the servants brought in some raw broad bean stalks that's fava beans to you and I. Oh. oh. So they brought in just the stocks. So the kids wow. lunge for these bean stalks and rip open the stalks. Like they're, and then when they find nothing in the stalks that's edible, they start crying and they're sad. Aww. So the servants go, no, no, look, it's in the pod. Look, there's beans here and they're edible in the pod. Okay. So they, the kids tuck in to the fava beans, presumably with some nice Chianti, mm-hmm. like crazy. They love these fava beans and for days, all they'll eat is fava beans. Again, probably getting also drunk on Chianti because they're small and they're kids. They what about be. a liver? Did they eat any liver? I don't know. <laughs> Are you asking liver specifically? 
Really? Really? It's your own the reference. Oak. Oh, I get it. That's yeah, the sound yeah, of it going over your fucking head. Seriously. <laughs> now I understand. So, where, where are fava beans from? Yeah, where are they native? Yeah. Fava? I don't know. They're in England, though, at this time. Well, I understand they, that. But they're everywhere. Bitch. Let's assume they're everywhere. But it, that doesn't really matter, because yeah, they obviously didn't point? know anything about them. That's yeah, true. They, I mean, remember they ripped into, allegedly they ripped into the yeah. stocks first, not even real. But why they decided that they'd eat and not everything else they were offered, I don't know. Well, it must look familiar to them. Maybe so. You know. Yeah. They, and, the and food that they grow on true. Mars. They're <laughs> huge vegans. Eventually, though, they learn to eat other food and their green skin gradually fades to white, oh. presumably. Because uh, they were said to look just like villagers there in England except for the green skin right so they started eating, eating these um, so eat, Caucasian yeah Caucasian except for the green part a bit pinkish the boy seemed to the villagers to be younger than his sister he seemed to be the younger one but he was also much more he was sickly oh. and he soon faded and died not longer not long after Aww. their discovery that so by the way is beans. rip in peace yeah that, that is per Ralph's account William's account has the boy live at least some oh. longer? So the girl, but lives. he still died. He, we don't know. He kind of loses track of it. Oh. Doesn't say that he died. He mentions that the girl later on. He sort of, but he doesn't say the boy died. Whereas Ralph says the boy died not long after. Which this. one was first? Written um, first. That Williams was William, was right? First, yes. Okay. But Ralph's is a little more detailed, and Ralph yeah. is, is again more commonly cited because it was Thomas Kitely. Basically, used oh, yeah. it almost you know verbatim for his his story. So let's go with Ralph though and say that the brother died because most versions do that. So his sister lives. They baptize her. She learns to speak English, so she's finally able to tell her story. Oh, once they came, I know what wormhole lady. Yeah. yeah, the green girl. So she claims that she and her brother are out herding her family's cattle. Oh, and there goes my Mars story. Yeah, well, it was Martian cattle. Martian oh, cattle. Just you wait. It had antennae. They're uh, following the cattle around, and they kind of become lost. And they apparently follow the cattle into a cave. The, what the? What? There's caves. Okay, your cattle's lost. Stay out of the fucking cave. No, they got to go get the cattle out of the cave. The cattle go into the cave. So they follow the cattle into the cave. Bro, I've never seen a cave. Bro, uh, these caves, people getting lost in. <laughs> I know. Caves are very convenient. <laughs> when, I, when I have people get lost. Suddenly, there's a cave nearby. I oh, know. This is crazy. And then they turn around, and there was a fucking cave. I don't know if I've ever were from California. That or something. was welcoming to a. Cave. I've never seen like a a, a, a true cave. yeah. There's I've never cave. been to you know Kentucky's Mammoth Caves or even Carlsbad Caverns and stuff like that. But um, they're not super common, are they? I guess it depends on the I, yeah. It depends on the geography, in but yeah, they're, they're just fucking everywhere. Right. I've been in caves in Arizona. Well, have you now? Well, mm-hmm. Did you see a bat? Lots of bats. Did you get pooped on. They smell like pee. Oh, yeah. People go in there and pee. Bitch, people go in there and pee. I imagine. Are you sure it's oh, not bat pee? I was about to say, or the no. throngs of wild animals. Yeah. I don't know, but that. What about people? Either way, there was probably your... yeah. It's probably yeah, people. Yeah. You're right. A little bit of both. Yeah. Why not? There, they hear the sound of bells in the cave. The oh. bells. They are a chinging. <laughs> Nothing you did there sounded like a bell, by the way. She's doing Carol of the Bells. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what like that was. Yeah. Clearly. So according to Ralph, they were, quote, caught up by the sweetness of which sound 
What? They walked oh. for a long time. He's not a great writer. By the way, I'm... He was bumming. Every third word has a comma for these <sighs> people. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah, they all like fucking. Ralph says the uh, the the sound was the tolling of the church at uh, Bury St. Edmunds. By the way, I hope I'm pronouncing as B U R Y, which should be Bury in our words, but I don't think it's pronounced Bury. Probably, probably no not. you're Bury. probably right. No yeah. idea. Bury St. Our English listeners are just chuckling at me. Probably <laughs> terrible pronunciation. So they follow it, the sound, to the light at an exit exit of the cave, presumably on the other side of the cave, right? They then appeared suddenly into Ardland, blinking at the sunlight, and they wandered on toward the wolf pit. Okay? Girl. Where they were found. Mm. Remember, they were found at the side of a wolf pit. Yeah. William has a different, different version of this. He says that the kids were out tending to the cattle, and that's that. he agrees with that, and they heard a loud bell, but then he has them just suddenly, boom, teleported to the side of the wolf pit where they were found. Hmm. Which one's more realistic? Yeah, I don't know. Per William, the kids said, quote, we only remember... When we were out feeding our father's flocks in the fields, we heard a great sound, such as we are now accustomed to hearing at St. Edmund's. And whilst listening to the sound in admiration, we became on a sudden, as it were, entranced and found ourselves among you in the fields where you were reaping. So they don't know the name of their village or where they came from or... Hold up. Okay. They do. Hold up. They do in one version. Okay. The cave story, by the way, I think is much, much better. So let's go. With I agree. Yeah, That's like more case compelling. Story. Caves are cool. Caves. They hear the sound. They fall into the cave. They come out of the other side in the light. Uh And all of a sudden, oh shit, we're in a whole different place. They probably just got turned around. Maybe so. Just a little bit. The children, or at least the girl, because remember, the boy might be dead now. She explains that they came from a place they called St. Martin's Land. Okay? Yo no sé. This, what? Yo no sé. I don't know of her. Does St. Martin's Land exist? It is a subterranean world in perpetual twilight. Oh, okay. Where everyone sure. had green skin. Um, oh. Not just her. Um, She's a normal there. Yeah. This is from William, by the way. And he also has the, this land full of churches and everyone is a good Christian. Boom. <laughs> you know, maybe of not. Of course. Even though they were green and not of this world. In subterranean. Yeah. The novelty eventually wears off. And now the surviving green girl, she's got to make a living, so they put her to work as a servant at Richard Decane's Manor. Jesus, I don't, you know, it's, it's unclear. After that, they kind of sort of slide over a lot of years. Yeah. Essentially, that's the story. They come from a place, St. Martin's Land. It's perpetual twilight. It's kind of dark. They don't have like our sun. And, and when they came out to our, if they came through the cave, the, the light really blinded them for a while and it disoriented them. They obviously didn't speak English. They spoke their own land. St. Martin's own land, in the East. Everybody. Well, we, we don't know exactly what they're referring to. There's one oh. theory I'll, I'll get to later of what they, they meant by that, may have been meant by that. Yes, Carrie? St. Martin's Land sounds very close to Martians. <gasps> wow, you were fixed on the Martian thing, aren't you? Yeah. Carrie? Makes a lot of sense. Open your eyes, sheeple. Uh, you believe John Carter was a documentary, don't you? Here's my other question. Did they ever go look for this place where they came from? Yeah. Back through the cave? You know, Probably. no one says that. and That would be the obvious thing to do. Yeah. But presumably, they didn't find that what they thought of as an exit to the cave, which would be an entrance to a cave and therefore an entrance to St. Martin's Land, virtual yeah. twilight and green people. Apparently, no one thought to go do that. Oh. No one ever, it's never mentioned. Or they did, and they, just like the little kids, got lost and never found their way back in order to tell Ooh. us that they found oh. it. Oh. 
You think one of these chroniclers would say that, oh, and people went to look for it, got lost, never came back. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Or they didn't tell anyone. They're just like, you know uh, what? I feel like looking for a cave, but I'm not going to tell a soul. Here's a lesson. Tell people where you're going, okay? Uh, yes. Yeah, people know. Retweet. Please. Like, if you're going to go on a hike, yeah. fucking let a bitch know. Shoot yeah. a bitch a text. Tweet it. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly where Coming you're going to be and win. Mm-hmm. Tweet it. Mm-hmm. So, so I can rob a fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Aaron. Good instincts. Did. Aaron, by the way. Good instincts. So they go to work as a, or she goes to work as a servant. Again, by this time, even if the, the kid, the boy lived a little longer, he, he's presumably dead by time it's time to go to work because there's no mention of him becoming, you know, yeah. a servant as well. Just her. Yeah. A footman. A footman. A foot Ridiculous. Boy. Hey, we have this potential visitor from another land. Let's just put her to work as a servant. <laughs> we don't need to take care of her or anything. Nope. She had her keep, man. Yeah. Lord. Unfortunately, <laughs> she was said to become, quote, rather loose and wanton in her conduct. Also impudent and lascivious. Basically, it's 12th century slut shaming. Yeah. She yeah. sounds like a fun ass time yeah, to me. Yeah. All the boys were interested in her, is what it was said. She was green, the locals. bitch. Yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Well, she's not green anymore. Remember? Uh, she ate she some used food. to be green, bitch. Yeah. So all the boys are interested in her, so she's the slut. Exactly. Um, well, no, she was said to kind of like, you know, encourage it. Mm-hmm. She yeah. said so to. Yeah. She was wanting. She probably wore drab wool from yeah. head to toe. But, right. You know, she was, yeah. Uh, so. You can see almost part of her shin. So Woo-hoo. it's kind of on her. So it ends well, though. She eventually marries a man from Kings Lynn. It's about 40 miles from Woolpit in Norfolk County. She had been christened Agnes in the meantime, and she married a man named Richard Barr. This is according to William, so I guess that makes her Agnes Barr. <laughs> William adds that Agnes survived for many years and was still living in Kings Lynn not long before he wrote his chronicle that we think was written about 1189. Did she have any light green children? <laughs> we'll get to that. Okay. I wonder how old she was when they, when they came over. Well, the thing about that is so... It's never completely clear how old they were when they found, but let's say she's yeah. 10-ish. And she said she was kids, the older one? Children. She was the older one. You know, maybe they're 10 and 8, something like that. If she's 10-ish when they were found, it was in the, let's say it was around the middle of, of Stephen's reign, that would put her about in her mid-50s in the late 1180s when William wrote his history. So okay. very plausible yeah. in terms of age. Kind of old even. Yeah, but still alive. Yes. <laughs> still living. I think he said she I mean, she was still living, though, in uh, King's Lynn and had been living in King's Lynn since she got married, which presumably was when she was fairly young because it was England in the 12th century. Yeah. 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 Clock's ticking. She was <laughs> middle oh, aged. Oh, Double yeah. digits? Shit. Okay, let's go. Get let's busy. Find husband. Let's get on Tinder. So, what became of the green children of Woolpit, you wonder? We don't know. No one knows. There's like I show she was alive not too long before I wrote this thing, living in King's Land. That's the best best we can do, and that's William. But if Agnes did marry Richard Barr and became Mrs. Barr, there would have likely been some babies, right? So this local folk singer in Suffolk, he's from Suffolk, he wrote a book called A Slice of Suffolk about his home county. Jeez. I guess. It's, it's a clever title. And okay. he told of it's in the nineteen seventies, I think. He was snooping around Suffolk asking people like, Whatever happened to the green kids? You know anything about the green kids? In the Woolpit area, right? And he was, quote, he wrote that he was told there are still people in Woolpit who are descended from the green children, but mm. nobody would tell me who they were. Exclamation <laughs> point. <laughs> Which, Let's find them. But remember, she 40, she went 40 miles away and lived, so there would no, be no one in I don't Woolpit know why from her progeny. So whatever. He's a folk singer. 
Yeah. He's having some fun. Telling right. some folk tales. Probably a little high. It's the yeah. 70s. Okay. He's a folk singer, so. Probably got it from the CIA, too. The drugs. Mm. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. There's no reason not to think otherwise. Sure. sure. <laughs> That's how everyone gets their drugs. <laughs> CIA. And back then. Mm-hmm. In the 70s in England, I think it was all pretty much CIA drugs. Yes. So, explanations. I mean, that's basically the story of the Green Children of the Pit. Mama got three. Mars. Mars. Ah! Well, One. My other three. Uh, my other two. Hey, where were they Mars. from? Who were they? Me. Martians. C. Too much um, the fourth leaf, dark leaf greens. Um, C. Um, not enough dark, dark leaf greens. Oh, um, good one. Good one. D. Um, wolf pit poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> I just made that up just now. Let's it could be a thing. Where you were in a wolf pit for too long and you turn green. Well, well remember they're usually described as being uh, beside the wolf pit, not in the wolf pit. Okay, where you're next to a wolf pit yes. for too long. The, the odor, the aroma of the wolf pit. So the most obvious explanation is that it's just a story. Yeah. It's a little bit of English folklore. Apparently there are plenty of stories in this yeah. motif. You know, that England, that kind of these these... You know, the people of the fairy other world, yeah. they say. The yeah. fairy other world type mm-hmm. of story. A changeling-esque kind Some, of it. Something human-esque. Yeah. Something human-like things that from some other place, not quite our world, that visits, visit us and amaze us or whatever. Did they have no special powers, I'm assuming? No, nothing. Just being green. <laughs> they, they it's not easy and being cause green. a wish to happen. Like genie. Oh. Yeah. There, I, usually, though, those stories... You know, the fairy folk, whatever, have some kind of purpose or something like that. Or even yeah. an agenda or doing something up to no good. Yeah. But occasionally they are just lost souls. And this could be one of those kinds of stories. And just that, oh, the, the thing is that they were green. Yeah. Who knows how that started. There's even a tale, by the way, called um, The Green Children of Banjos. Where's that? Spain. Oh. oh. It's from 1887. Isn't is it pronounced Banjos, though? Is it Banjos? How is it pronounced? How is it spelled? Banjos. It's literally spelled Banjos. 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 I was going with Banjos because I'm familiar with that word. Sure. (laughs) We can go with Banjos. We don't have to go with it. Southern California. It is. Because it's one of my favorite instruments. Mm -hmm. Okay. Bitch. Like I I said, I said, yo no sé once. And he goes, who is that? (laughs) And then he said, is that Japanese? I didn't. Yes, that's that's 100% the truth. It happened at Target in the check lane. Banjos. So this is 1887, and it's actually, it's been told and retold. It's like, oh, look, there's other green, you know, children incidents. Here's the thing. Other than that, the kids were found in a cave, not by a wolf pit. It's an exact retelling of the story. There's nothing different. Everything says they changed some names, they changed the location. Otherwise, it's virtually word for word. It's the same exact story. Pulling a Disney. Some dipshit made it up, who knows when, placed it in 19th century Spain. Sure. Because they're bored. So it, that's that part's bullshit. But you know, the whole trip through the cave part—that kind of thing did appear in other folk tales of the time, like yeah. some, like coming up from some kind of underworld into ours. Yeah, there was a, a not a super common, but a motif of that. And and hell, their children being green. First of all, they're being children, and they're being green was said to symbolize sinlessness. So it kind of be kind of this yeah. metaphor of purity huh. ruined by our sinful world. I wouldn't kind have of thought of green yeah. as a symbol of it is of, of purity, purity of sin, back sinlessness, then, sinlessness, I should say. I guess. Huh. So that that's possibly what they're doing. It, it, you can see this kind of akin to the babes in the wood story, the babes in the wood story. That was a very popular story in England in the whole Middle Ages and I'm, beyond. I'm not familiar with you that know, one. It's a very 
well-known story. It was uh, told the stories of children abandoned by a Wiccan uncle into the forest, and it was told and retold for centuries. Disney even made an animated short film of this called Babes in the Wood in 1932. I did not know that. Huh. I'm, I'm taking that you didn't know that either. No, I didn't. I bet know you there's that. some part of that Disney animation that is so racist. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure there is. They made every single thing back then Even so racist. Presumably in you know Germany or England or something right. like that. But that's not going to stop them from doing something super racist. Not Walt. Yeah. They probably have like a crow talking like a southern. Honestly, yeah, uh, they have some sort of mammy archetype. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the original tale, the kids are abandoned in the forest by their evil uncle. And they eventually die. <laughs> they starve to death in the forest. Ooh, and their uplifting. bodies are buried with, under leaves by robins. Birds come Aww. and bury their bodies under a bunch of leaves. How? Uh, with what shovels? <laughs> a lot of leaves. Yeah. That's all. Just oh, leaves. they just piled they just leaves? pile leaves over <laughs> yeah. the dead bodies in the forest ah! of these kids. Because That's stories not... back in those days were horrific. So in the Disney version, though, the kids are named Hansel and Gretel. They're kind of merging into Hansel and Gretel. Oh, and I know they, that story. Uh, and yeah. in that version, they stumble upon a village of friendly elves that take them in. A little different. This Eventually, they, they, they do kind of the Hansel and Gretel thing, and it ends, yeah. but it still ends well with them killing the witch and all the things like that. Remember, this is a Disney version. So Pinocchio, in the original European tale, oh, was a, just a, a, he was a terrible, a wretched little boy. Racist. He was a lying little bastard. He was he such was, a bully. He was hanged for his transgressions oh my at the God. end of Pinocchio, oh, wow. the real yeah. Pinocchio. So this is why we love Disney so much, because they, they soften it a bit. Mm. They you get know, him drunk, and he goes to a bad place, but he yeah. recovers, and he becomes good. I'd still be interested in seeing the original yeah. version, to that be quite be honest. There's I think a cautionary be, tale. Yeah. Don't yeah. be a lying yeah. little Teach shit. You'll get hanged. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Honestly. With your own fucking marionette strings, yeah. little bitch. What's the worst that happens to him? <laughs> Right? He, he gets drunk. He gets drunk. And he sees, well, it's pretty, that fucking scene where the little kid's been turned into a donkey is oh, that's pretty, right. that's pretty, right. pretty disturbing. Okay. That's yeah. all Still, the you know what's worse? Getting mind. hanged. Mm-hmm. That's true. Getting yeah, hanged is worse. Death. Like in Tarzan. Or dying, starting death in the forest and getting buried by robins. That's yeah. also not yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know what could happen, kid? You could die. <laughs> Hunger Games. <laughs> they all end with, you could yeah. die. <laughs> Horribly. Don't do this, kid. Others, though, think there are some historical underpinnings to this tale, to the Green Children of Woolpit. I mean, obviously, there's been accretions and additions and embellishments, but they think that at the core, there's a real story there. So one such version of this is that the, the children were drugged and kidnapped and taken from their home and, some, for whatever reason, deposited in Woolpit. Why and from where and why were they green is not clear yeah. in this story but Drugs. some kind of drug kidnapping story right drug, drug maybe. interaction maybe in 1100s the most popular version of this kind of you know there's a real historical incident story or explanation is that they were the children of flemish immigrants in england apparently at this time there were quite a few flemish immigrants in and england. they were green they were not green. <laughs> well, that's but just the describe to, to, to get them there essentially. If there were quite a few, then they would have been familiar with the language they were speaking. You would think, or yeah. they would at least recognize. Well, it. not everyone. I mean, they're just they're here and there throughout England. The Rural, nearest yeah. there was. Um, so th- this idea is that the the Flemish immigrants were very often persecuted. In fact, there were pogroms. There were Flemish immigrants were murdered at wow. times in England at this time in this era. Maybe, this theory goes, their parents were killed in one of these events, and they fled into Thetford Forest, which was a forest near Woolpit. 
And so that would be like this dark place in perpetual twilight yeah. that seemed dark and scary to them because, I mean, why not? And so, before their parents died, they said, don't tell anybody you're Flemish. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, you're, you're from St. Martin's Land. <laughs> so they found their way to a group of Flemish fullers. Fullers are wool cleaners, essentially. They clean the crap out of wool. Hell yeah. They lived in a town just north of Bury St. Evans called Fornham St. Martin. <gasps> there's this theory. Wow. But in turn, maybe they didn't like it cleaning wool because it stunk they left they fled so they fled toward wool pit and they're there found by the wolf pit and the rest is you know questionable history huh. right. that's so, it i've called it we've solved it no that's the main it. argument is that someone would have understood flemish yeah. at least richard Kane, who was an educated gentleman he would have yeah. identified that they're not flemish as flemish but what's that one other language often spoken in belgium the smaller one french no. Yes, Flemish. Walloons is Flemish. That one. Same thing. Oh. Same language. Never mind. Which, by the way, Carrie and I know from that one show about the woman with amnesia and the murder. Case. Great. It, it was from, it, they were speaking Flemish in that. It's shockingly understandable by English speakers. I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know they, that word. Yeah, I understood that word. Same with Danish. Yeah. Yeah. And they, they even peppered actual legit English yeah. in their sentences. It was cool. It's pretty fun. So yeah. thank you, Flemish Flanders. What was the name of that show? I forget. Oh, uh, Tabula Rasa. Oh, that's right. It's a good show. We recommend it's, it. It's a very good show. It's on Netflix. Yep. Others, though, mentioned that in some of the early versions, by the way, it wasn't that they spoke this totally strange, odd language. Is that they spoke a dialect of English that was not readily understandable by the folks in Woolpit. And that that's why the girl learned their dialect of English so easily and so quickly. So it's not even clear it was a such a you know strange language. Strange language. Yeah. So anyway, this is this is a, this is the dominant theory I, I guess for this. There was some historical event that happened for it. So, but then you can get into the other explanations, the other obvious explanations: aliens, interdimensional travelers, yeah. are people from an underground world, such as inside a hollow Earth. And I'm making those last two up. I just, I just. Trying to think. I mean, mostly most of the supernatural answers, explanations center around aliens. But why couldn't they have just been an you know, yeah. interdimensional time slip, a la fringe? Or yeah. why couldn't they come from the Hollow Earth? There are still people that yeah. to this day, right now, believe in the Hollow Earth. Yeah, we, we have to do an episode on that. So let's. We don't have to get into um, you know that there'd be no sun and why would their skin be green? But we can get yeah. into it eventually. So besides Hollow Earth or there's the, the dominant supernatural explanation is again aliens. There's a guy, an astronomer, and I, I, I think I feel like I should put quotes around that when you hear what he thinks, named Duncan Lunan wrote an article in the science fiction magazine called Analog, a respectable sci-fi magazine, in 1996, and he imagined that the kids were aliens from a far-off world where a, quote, matter transmitter, end quote, malfunction zapped them <laughs> to our world. So their skin... And their description of a land of perpetual twilight, he thought, was due to maybe they came from a world with a synchronous orbit around its sun, meaning there's always one side with hot, hot heat, 100% sun all the time, and the other side with cold, cold, cold. Tidally locked. It's fiery hot and icy cold. It's like a McBeal DLT. 
sandwich from mm-hmm. McDonald's. McMealty. Oh my god, <laughs> I was called? not sure where that was. What was it? Was it McBLT? McBLT, I think. No, not BLT. McDB like tomato, wasn't that? It was a hamburger. I don't fucking what was know. It remember that? It was I the, do the whole advertising it, campaign but... was keeps the hot hot and the hot, cold cold. It was a styrofoam container with two halves to it. Oh. And they put the the bun with the meat and cheese on one side and the bun with the lettuce and tomato on the other side. And that kept, you know, because you couldn't All fucking right. close it and put them together, but well, they, they were separated yeah, somehow. Yeah. Oh so God. anyway, a, synch- a, a planet with a synchronous orbit would be like that, and and there'd be this kind of thin strip of Goldilocks and habitable land, and it would always have a bit of sun, but not too much. So that was his theory, anyway, is that they came from some world like that, but they had this, uh, and for some reason they were green. That's as plausible as they're Martians. Well, and for some reason it was a matter transmitter accident. Exactly. Yeah, we don't know. Oops, a daisy in there. <laughs> For some reason, they landed in Woolpit. And besides being green, they were otherwise exactly like us, even though they uh-huh. far off alien land. Yeah. Yeah. So let's assume Duncan was just ripping. Then again, though, he would, this guy also claimed to have found and deciphered an alien message hidden in a radio signal. So maybe yeah. he meant it. Huh. Okay. Maybe he's a little correct, correct. Yeah. So if it helps the alien theory, by the way, and. This theory can be traced all all the way back to 1621. At least some people have argued this that when a guy named Robert Burton wrote a, a story, and he uh, he I guess he mentioned these green kids, and he thought that they quote fell from heaven. And people have interpreted that as he thought they were aliens, which I'm not sure is a fair interpretation. Mm-hmm. No, he well, was a pedophile. No, stop it. I did, I'd go with the whole sinlessness thing you're talking about yes yeah. probably so. uh, yeah exactly he could have literally meant heaven not heaven as a metaphor for an yeah. alien world which a yeah. lot of modern ufo knots have a lot of the ufo uh, people have turned angels into into aliens yeah yeah so that to me that's doing that but uh, a man named francis godwin wrote a story in 1638 called the man in the moon and it's this story about this guy who, who taught who had these giant swans and he was able to, to put them together and, and fly mm-hmm. up to the moon. Okay. And he funked on the green children of Woolpit in that story. So, which by the way, would, would make them aliens, I guess in this case from the moon. Right. But that may have been the first science fiction story ever. Yeah. 1638. So the alien interpretation has also been enhanced by a kind of a modern detail that the kids were found in like metallic suits of some form or another they were um they were going to a volcano <laughs> no uh, yeah. the, the original accountants just say that the the locals were unfamiliar with the material yeah in fact some even say that just they appear to be unfamiliar with, with the style of it not as though they're wearing kanye West's yeezy line <laughs> <laughs> so this is just it's clearly just a you know an embellishment by the euphonaut crowd that's worthy of the kind of lie that's worthy of the great fraud himself, Eric Von Donegan. It's just clearly, mm-hmm. it's just literally adding a bullshit false detail to make, to fit it into your story. I just, hate I that shit. I fucking hate that. It's yeah. so obnoxious. And when you do that, you're evil. But if you do need a natural answer and can't just chalk it up to story, to a folktale, then we might have one. Carrie? Yeah. Let's hear it. She doesn't have the answer. She's just been waiting for you to say it for the last <laughs> however long. Yes. The lost green kids were green due to hypochromic anemia, which also used to be called chlorosis. It's an iron deficiency due to poor diet. It actually was called the quote, the, the green sickness throughout history. Uh, 
is a type of anemia where the red blood cells kind of lose some of their redness, some of their, their color. They, they pale. So the skin turns a kind of yellowish green tinge to huh. it. I don't like it. There's also some other symptoms you got, like lethargy, headaches, lack of appetite, which kind of sounds like how the boy was described. Yeah. He was sickly. And they, neither one at the beginning had an right. appetite except for delicious fava beans. Yeah. Raw fava beans. Mm. Um, which are fava beans high in iron? I don't know, but they remember that they, she didn't lose, Beans. it doesn't matter because she didn't lose her green tinge until For a while. she, after she ate a more oh, balanced true. Uh, diet. Yeah. So she started eating a more balanced diet, presumably with some meat and iron in it, and she got better. He did not. Maybe he had it worse. Maybe he's too far along. Maybe he died before he started eating a well-balanced diet. They mm-hmm. do have a pretty good amount of iron. And though. that may, may have helped, mm-hmm. but it, it was too late for the little one, the boy. The or he boy. lived, because again, versions haven't yeah, died. True. Haven't lived, they just lost track of him. Yeah. <laughs> So, the, and this ailment, by the way, is well attested throughout history. It's called the disease of virgins. Jesus. By the 16th century German doctor, oh, Johannes oh, Long. Is that a good or bad thing? I'm not yeah. exactly sure. Uh, it's going to be bad. Well, I meant no, like the connotation. It's going to be bad. Like back then, I thought being a virgin was. Was good. Yeah. Not, not to Johannes. His uh, prescription. Virgin. <laughs> his prescription is that its sufferers should, quote, live with men and copulate. If they conceive, they will recover. Oh, Wait, yikes. so he that sounds like they're assuming most sufferers of the disease are women. They do, and that's pretty is uh, that a which thing? We'll, 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 I'll, I'll get to that in a second, but I, there's, a, there's a reason why that would be true. Basically, oh, iron deficiency, well, iron deficiency yeah, there it is. administration, yeah. right? Mm. Basically, yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, he he felt that you can get the disease by just being of, of marriage, being of marriageable age, which back then had to be like 12 max, yeah, and not Honestly. having sex, not yeah. getting married and having sex. So I'm curious if Johans offered his own services to his yeah. patients. I wonder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I suspect that he did. Mm-hmm. The fucking keto. I want to die. So that that's that was in 1714. A guy named a doctor named Daniel Turner thought it came from menstruation, uh, or possibly quote from a congestion of crude humors in the viscera, which ah, is yeah. a little less scientific. Who and knows. Its sufferers would, would yield to, uh, quote, depraved appetite of things directly preternatural as chalk, cinders, earth, sand, etc. Like a deficiency. One of his patients yeah. was oh, an 11 like year old. Micah. One of Literally, his patients yeah. was an 11 year old girl who ate coal. Jesus, Does bitch. Remind you of anyone? Emma? Emma? Yep. <laughs> remember she says chalk, sand. Oh, we remember. Stuff, yeah. But but would that be, could that, would you feel like Sorry, you the dog eat, scared me. You know, chalk and cinders and earth. Iron when deficiency. You, you lack iron. So yes. maybe so. Mm-hmm. Did, did Emma lack iron, do you think? Or? No. No. She was probably just a weird little bitch. Yeah, she was. Yeah. She I was. asked. They said it was be- a behavior issue. Yeah. Not- yeah. It's fairly common. She's been having behavior issues since she was very, it. very young. <laughs> she was here. <laughs> so that that was his idea. So he, you feel like he's getting close to that, right? He, yeah. He, he kind of hit on the iron part. A French doctor in 1845 identified the lack of iron specifically as the cause. So what did he pres- prescribe? Medicinal chocolate with iron fillings. Mm. Oh my what? god! Yeah. So, so you can play chocolate? woolly woolly woolly. <laughs> Shape iron on the chocolate and eat it up. Oh my uh. fucking god! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Hey, at least they put it in chocolate, I guess. Just there are other. Yeah, I have other ways eat too. Eat some leafy greens, man. <laughs> some cruciferous <laughs> goddamn Daniel. vegetables. Oh, not to this French doctor. I can't. I don't. I didn't write his name down. But or they a had a little hearty steak. There you go. Yeah, beet. Yeah. 
Blood. Right. Drink well, some you know, blood. Like, maybe blood? I mean, it's expensive. Just just irons. You can just you know That's take true. a candle holder and shave it onto the. Uh, I would chocolate, imagine man. chocolate wasn't true. That's readily true available. That's true. Chocolate cover meat then, huh? Yeah. So. I think the chocolate was just a conveyance for the iron. Well, I know. Yeah, to get yeah. kids to eat yeah. it, but Put it on still. So, oh my God. Here's, here's what I would say. Can we imagine a situation where two kids from a poor family develop hypochromic anemia, right? Yes. This freaks out their parents. They are abandoned by their maybe Flemish parents yeah. in the area. You know, shit, our kids are green. We're already, you know, persona non grata here. You know, they're going to think these kids are witches or were witches, <laughs> or maybe they're even fearful of the kids that they are possessed yeah. by the devil or witches or whatever. And are, are they fear just being persecuted because they have these weird, strange green kids and they yeah. have no idea what the cause is? So they abandon them. They take them through the forest, the dark twilight place, take them to the other side with sunnier, knock them on the back of the head, and take off. And they wander in toward the wolf pit. Jesus. They're left to fend for themselves. I, I choose to believe that the parents sent them to somewhere where they thought the kids would get help. Wolf pit? Maybe they... Maybe <laughs> they... No, this was outside of the well, town, too. I, yeah, a, Just but, near a wolf pit. Yeah. In wool, near wolf pit. Maybe That's they not, did that thing, no. like, it, the, you know, in the new industrial thing. They're like, oh, let's go send them work in a factory, make some money and a living. If they wanted to leave them off someplace, and then they, they just might got lost. be taken in. They could have taken to that Flemish... Uh, oh yeah, the, that's uh, St. Martin's. Rather than have them be you okay, know. but I'm anyway. choose to believe the parents. So are nice. and then so okay, so these kids are abandoned or somehow, or, or maybe their parents do die and they have this iron yeah. physique because they can't eat. Let's go with that. Yeah. They're, they're oh orphaned. god, <laughs> that was the doggy. So they're Get orphaned me. and they develop the sick sickness, and then once they have something other than fava beans and it's got some iron in it, the green goes away. And again, the rest is questionable history. Yeah. So that, I mean, that, there, so there could be. In your research, yes. did mm-hmm. you come upon any modern day cases of this with photography? <laughs> <laughs> Evidence? Um, the green sickness, the yeah. hypochromic anemia. Uh-huh. Uh, I know. Oh. But I'm sure there are. There probably is. I Let's want, assume there is. I want to see some pictures. Okay. I, I'm sure it it's very uncommon to get to that degree. I mean, that has to be a very severe iron deficiency. In the modern times, that would be unlikely, wouldn't well, it? I don't I know. So. Especially to have to happen because yes, on, on, it would have to happen on white skin. So it's in Europe, or, you know, some, or, or the North America. So where something like that would probably be noticed and corrected in most places, we think. So that's the story of the Green Children of Wolpit. Huh. What's your shot in the dark? What do you think those, of those explanations? What do you think? You're gonna go with Mars? <laughs> I'm gonna go with probably the you know. Scientific one, the not anemia. the folktale. So you think there was a historical core? There's some kind of incident, sure, that led to this story. Yeah. Anyone? Aaron? It's possible. I'm going with that deficiency. You're going with the deficiency. I've googled it. There's no pictures of it. There isn't either. I can't find yeah, any. Yeah, so this probably just doesn't happen in modern. But time. also, I'm thinking the green that uh, comes from hypochromic anemia isn't like. Yes. It's not lime green. It's not, they're not like bright green. It's, like you said, it's that yellowish. Yeah, it's like yellowish green It's like biliverdin. The, con- the compound biliverdin. Like jaundice. Like jaundice yeah. But it's more greenish. That's what I'm they saying. Have yeah. That on, they have anemia, and it, they do look like yellow green yeah. hands of like. So to me, yeah, who knows? That's a pretty person. good. We'll show, we can do that picture because that's 
probably what they looked like. So, but if you saw that and you're you in England Google. where everybody has the color of a sheet, then yeah. it would have be very freakish. Yeah. yeah. Compared to a pink ass hand. Mm-hmm. No, it seriously. It does look yellow green. I once saw someone with jaundice at work and I was like, oh. like I, he was contagious? yellow, like Am highlighter yellow, yeah. but like an adult. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it, So Jack, what's your guess? I think, I honestly think it's all made up. Folktale? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Story? See, yeah. I, think, I, I, I agree. I think there is. I think it's something like that little story I described. They have this hypochromic anemia. They're abandoned or orphaned. They're abandoned because of it, or they just happen to be orphaned, and maybe the orphaned is the cause of it. And the Flemish part does kind of fit because that would explain their not being understood, if, if that detail is true. Yeah. Obviously, who knows what details are creation and what details yeah. are not. We don't know. But there is. But I, I like to think that there is some kind of a core truth to the event because it, it does have, it was attested to, according to William, he, he spoke to eyewitnesses. And I think even Ralph spoke to people who had spoken to, you know, eyewitnesses and people who lived through it and saw the kids. And, and they weren't, they, neither one wrote that long after the event was said to happen. So I, th- I think there might have been something that happened along these lines. And if, if so, it was almost certainly from this green sickness. Probably. That's yeah. the story. So hopefully you enjoyed that, the green children of Woolpit. Carrie? I'll try to find some good pictures. Okay. Because <laughs> when I look it up, all I get are blobs of blood cells. Yeah, Google same skin. stained cells. Well, there's other pictures of yeah. the actual green kids. Yeah. Paintings, and, uh, drawings. What is it? Well. So microcytic. Micro, no, yeah, microcytic. the first word? Hypochromic. Hypochromic. If you look up hypochromic anemia skin. It comes up. Okay. Oh, okay. I'll do that. Well, you can find us on Weird World Podcast on or at Gmail on Facebook and Instagram and Weird World Pod on Twitter and oh, Weird World Podcast on. Oh, I said that. Never mind. Oh my god! I cut, cut that. All right. Thanks for listening. Please listen again. <laughs> <laughs> Play this video. one twice. No, not this one. Please clap. No, don't care. Push me. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.